Welcome back to the From Dawn to Dawn podcast. This podcast serves as a platform for fellow Dons to get to know one another. From educators, to students, to school administrators, and facility staff, we dive deep into learning about the faces that make up the Dons community. Welcome back, Dons. I'm Sahara Keskes, Features Editor for Elson Online. In today's episode, we have our first teacher, Ms. Bokino, here with us to get to know her and her perspective on the college recruitment process as a college soccer player. Before we jump in, let's take it to Brianna Loretti, a senior journalism staffer who will give a quick recap of this week's headlines. Hi, it's Brianna, back with news topics for this week's episode. It is Girl Scout cookie season. Craving Samoas, Thin Mints, Tagalongs, or any other kind of your favorite Girl Scout cookies? Stop by Miss Karen's room in a CC210. As far as San Diego news, police are currently investigating after a body was found dumped along the road in San Diego Mountains View neighborhood. Kanye West is trying extra hard to win back ex-wife Kim Kardashian over leaking old text, sending her Valentine's gifts, and trying to humiliate Pete Davidson. Stay tuned for more news on next week's podcast. I'm here with Ms. Bokino, or to me, Ms. B, who was my junior year English teacher and is one of the best. During the hybrid school year last year, she was a ray of sunshine during such a dark time, and I always admire her infectious, bright personality. Right now, she currently teaches English to juniors and freshmen, and as well as academic coaching. So, let's, Miss V, let's get started. Aww. So, let's get to know you a little bit. So, where are you from? What sorts of things are you interested in? And, how, like, what's your role here on campus right now? Cool. Okay, so I'm from Orange County. I came to San Diego from my college experience. So I went to UCSD and I've been here ever since. So I, uh, I play soccer, I coach, I like to go to the beach, I like to hike, I like to do all, all the San things. Diego things. Yes. Um, and here on campus, I, as you said, teacher, academic coach, do what I can. Nice. And apparently a podcast interviewee. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. So let's, so we're mainly here to talk about soccer and that's what you're known for. So it's really awesome. So when did you start playing soccer? Like what age? All right. Yeah. So I did my, you know, fair share of gymnastics. No dancing. No, (laughs) I think I was nine and I was playing in a rec league and, um, I just, I have two older brothers. So Mm -hmm. I think I just naturally just had that competitive edge and I got recruited to, to play for a club team. I remember having the conversation with my parents and they were like, do you want to do this? It's going to take up a lot of time or do you want to just keep having fun? And I always wanted a challenge. So I was like, absolutely, give me more. Let's do it. And yeah, I think I was nine years old. Wow. And uh, I've been the same soccer number ever since. Oh, wow. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So who or like what made you interested? Did like a family member play soccer or was it just something like becoming in the rec league and it kind of just blossomed from there? Yeah. So that's kind of the thing is my parents did not play soccer at all. So I think that's why I did my jambalaya of things I tried. And I, what I liked about soccer is it was, it was kind of tough. It's you play with your feet and you don't do a lot of things like that in life. Right. So I, I liked how it was challenging, but I was good at it, but obviously not perfect and I just wanted to keep getting better and it was just fun and challenging and I really liked the whole teamwork aspect so ever since I went into club and I just saw this whole new competitive league it just kind of took off from there and I knew it was something I wanted to keep doing that's epic though that's like really cool did you um 
when did you like officially like know when you like played soccer and you knew it was just like that's what you wanted to do like not forever but it kind of is forever for yeah. you like when did you know that you fell in love with the sport and it was the only thing you ever wanted to do man that's a good question um well I guess you get presented with a lot of choices right right like even thinking if you go to high school there's all these sports during one season and you can only choose one um, and so I would always just go back to soccer. So it's like, oh, well, you could be doing this, this, or that. And I would get asked to play other sports because I would always just play around with my friends and they're like, oh, you should play this or do this. And I always just kept gravitating towards soccer. And it was just, again, that challenge and push and something about it. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if you can like feel the same experience, but if I go to score a goal, it turns into like slow motion. And you kind of, you just hear the sounds and you take the shot, but you're just moving in slow motion. I don't know. It just brings this kind of fulfilling feeling. But then I also think it impacts everything. Like I learn life skills, time management, organization. I love the teamwork aspect. Like you, you're playing with a huge team. Um, and I, like some of my best friends are all my soccer teammates. Aww. So I, I don't know. I just think it brings, it brings out all of my best characteristics. Wow. Okay, that's rad, the way you just put all that together. That's so, like, that's beautiful. That's really awesome. Did you, okay, so you kind of did briefly mention it. Um, what other sports did you play besides soccer? And you mentioned gymnastics and dance, but were there any right. others that you did? Yeah, so uh, pretty much all of them. I like to just play sports, so volleyball. I love playing beach volleyball. Oh, spike nice. ball. Have you done spike ball? Yes. Spike oh, that's crazy. Up. That's recent. Uh, oh, recently I've been doing pickleball. Okay. <laughs> I've been talking to you about tennis. <laughs> yes. Uh, but growing up, yeah, basketball, I got asked to play for a basketball league. Oh, um, wow. I just kind of picked it up. Um, but I, I, again, I had to choose. And right. so I was like, well, I have soccer practices, but I can play in games. And they're like, well, yeah, we want you for the games. You can go to your soccer practices. In high school, I did track Wow. Um, I did lacrosse. And oh, my that's coach, cool. My coach tried to get me to play in college. And again, I said, no, I want to focus on soccer. Like, lacrosse is for fun. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I pretty much dabbled in everything. I like being out there. And yeah, no, fun. like having talent and all of it is so cool. And that you're so active that that's like a gift that like, it's not everybody's hand at that. So that's like really awesome that you have that. Uh, and I definitely feel you like in that aspect that I definitely tried so many different sports when I was little. So yeah. I definitely relate to you and like trying to figure it out and then finally just sticking to one and staying in that lane. So definitely I relate to you a thousand percent. So you're just briefly that talked about college and like wanting to play sports in college. So when did you know that like soccer was going to be like the one that was like, okay, I want to go to college just to play soccer and continue like combining my academic education and like, uh, sports and things like that. Yeah, well, there's that pivotal moment. It's, you know, you're, you're experiencing it. You're mm -hmm. a senior. Do I want to play in college or is this going to be too much? Um, and so I got, I was on a club team, you know, mm -hmm. it's a college focus kind of thing so that you got colleges recruiting you mm -hmm. and you're looking into that whole process. And then you start doing the college camps and then you start to get a feel for the campus. And then you just understand that you're going to get a team mm -hmm. and you're going to work hard, but you're also going to have a support system helping you through it. And maybe it's all you've known up to that point, but maybe it'll open you up to even more. So once I went to a college camps, I started asking questions. I started to get a feel for what it was like on the team. If that environment clicked for me, then I was like, this, this just feels right. And 
That's what ended up happening. Got a team. I went to UCSD. That mm-hmm. school is twice the size of Disneyland. Yes. It's oh, huge. it's huge. I remember. Yes. I don't know how any freshman on that campus can find a class without a soccer team telling them where to go. So it's oh just little gosh. things like that. We had tutoring sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I am a huge academic, mm-hmm. and I'm also a huge soccer player, um, and it just kind of combined everything for me. Mm-hmm. I got to get into a really rigorous school mm-hmm. and play and have fun. And I basically had a dad at school because I had my coach. And it it just keeps you focused. I never had some wild just getting distracted. I was focused Mm. on school because you need to be able to succeed in school to to succeed and play on the field. And it just kind of brought everything together. And it just, it was right, right? It's a hard decision to figure out if it will be right. But looking back, I couldn't have been happier. Yeah, that's like, you can do it all. Sheesh, that's awesome. So what was your college recruitment process like in terms of like, so when like, I guess do coaches do come to your games and watch you and things like that. What was that like? And you know, those feelings just take me through that whole entire, mm-hmm. I guess, time for you when you were kind of figuring it all out. Yeah. So success doesn't come with heartbreak. Right. Right. So, um, I signed to USC, mm-hmm. What I saw that you went to UCSD. So mm-hmm. I actually had signed to go to USC. Mm-hmm. There was a coach, change there was all these things happening and I was in my high school yearbook wearing Mm -hmm. a USC sweater on signing day Mm -hmm. like going to USC right that Mm -hmm. was my process and I got a call one day after applications went out and it was from the USC coach and he said uh, we had a, a change in our school recruitment process and the last 10 players added to every team roster had to change their application process. Uh-huh. And so he said, I'm sorry, you, you didn't get in because it, it, the whole process changed. Oh, no. So just that heartbreak of, oh, no, what now? Like, that was yeah. my plan. I didn't have another plan because I was set. I signed. Right. You, know, you just think that, that you're in. And so it just took that moment, you know. Gosh, that must have been so hard. You know, what next? Um, called my club coach. And he was like, well, where did you want to go before all of this? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I always liked UCSD. I like that it's in San Diego. I like that it's close, but not too close. Right. I went, that was the only college camp I had gone to. And that's mm-hmm. what I was talking about, where I just kind of felt that I liked that environment. Mm-hmm. I liked the team. I liked how they did everything. It's such a good school. Right. Everything just seemed right. So we called the coach. He was like, yeah, I remember you from the camp. When's your next game? And I was like, well, this weekend I'm playing actually in San Diego at Surf. I'm playing against uh-huh. Surf. And uh, he's like, I'll be there. So he came to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was a great game. I was playing forward. Our outside back was mm-hmm. sick. So oh, I was like, no. oh, not today. So I was like, okay, I got you. And so I was kind of doing Everything. multiple jobs. But I guess it worked out really well. So uh, the adrenaline was going. I didn't get tired. It was a good mm-hmm. game. Afterwards, um, some someone else was talking to that college coach, mm-hmm. trying to get into the school, mm-hmm. and he saw me, and he was like, hold on, and he came over to me, and he just said, you're in, don't worry, you're in. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, so process change, applied to UCSD, um, it was just super cool having his support, that, that mm-hmm. coach's support, um, who became my new, like, almost dad in school, because mm-hmm. he was now kind of looking over us, and, you know, it, it took that, that hard moment, but... 
I think everything happens for a reason. And yeah. I couldn't have been happier. Yeah, everything, like like you said, like we go through everything and it just like, you know, we have to go through heartbreak in order to like, and new doors open as well. So that must have been like such like a pivotal moment and definitely mm-hmm. like exciting once like looking back at it now, you would have probably not wanted to do it any other way if I'm assuming that. Yeah, live in the roller coaster, but yes. it was a fun ride. Awesome. So what was your favorite memory from the time that you played at UCSD? Ooh, favorite memory. There's so many. Wow. Yeah, I know. That probably is so hard. Yeah. I know because the teamwork aspect, I totally right. get it. Yes. Probably. Okay. Okay. I've got one. So um, one of my coaches in college, so we have like a head coach, assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Her and I always ate a like seafood pasta dish before mm-hmm. a soccer game. It was just our tradition. She's very superstitious. So we were in Stanislaus, which mm-hmm. is kind of not by the ocean right so we're there (laughs) and we're at an italian restaurant like we always do before games and her and i ordered the linguine and clams Mm -hmm. and everyone's like why are you ordering that we're in the middle of nowhere i was like it's our game day you know so next day i wake up i'm sick Mm -hmm. i'm wondering why i'm sick i i threw up oh no what's going on oh no (laughs) i texted the coach i was like are you sick she was like yeah yeah why why what happened i was like i think we got food poisoning <gasps> she was like not you it was the finals of our league tournament so oh my god so we had we had won out our league we're playing the top teams of the league to mm-hmm. win the league in order to move on to everything that comes next to right all the other teams it was the final game um and so i'm not feeling well we text the trainer she gives me a pedialyte drink which is mm-hmm. this baby drink that gives you a ton of electrolytes. Uh-huh. So I'm drinking that. I'm just trying to get in the zone. I'm texting my coach. And we're just like, oh, gosh, we'll figure this out. I was captain. Like, I mm-hmm. just needed to be there for my team. Right. Um, so I'm, you know, not feeling well. I just start warming up, get into mm-hmm. the zone. Right. Game starts five minutes into the half. A cross comes over. I get over there. I volley it. It goes into the goal. <gasps> we're up one Yay. zero. Um, I it, just all these emotions of oh right. I don't feel well I want to win the league I want to move forward I want to keep playing getting the goal feeling good holding down the fort getting subbed out able to relax we win the game and I don't know it was just a, it was a really good that was the, so that won. was like waves that yeah, was crazy we won our league and, that's yeah. so good oh that must oh my gosh those must have been like a crazy like twenty four to forty eight hours that yeah. must have been insane to go through oh my oh, gosh no more seafood pasta in so, yeah maybe not <laughs> um so, so now we're person. gonna. So now we're going to talk about in general soccer. And then I know you've briefly mentioned to me that you do play for a pro team now. So we definitely want to know. Semi-pro, yeah, yeah. Semi-pro. Okay, awesome. So super excited to learn more about that. So before that, do you follow any, like, club soccer teams and anything like that right now in terms of, like, it, whether it's in the English League or here or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, Well, I coach. Um, oh, nice. We are in CIF right now. Oh, amazing. Um, <laughs> Good for you guys. Yeah. So I – Barcelona is my team. Wow. And here's why. I, in college, another mm. cool thing we got to do, our mm. soccer team, my freshman year, once we finished that summer, we went to Spain okay. and we played, we got to play soccer. It was really fun. Good team bonding, good experience, mm-hmm. got to travel. It was my first time out of the country. Oh, how cool. And we went to the Barcelona stadium. Okay. So, yeah, cool. it was the first stadium okay. I ever went to. So they just naturally became my team. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So Barcelona's cool my team. Story. Rooting for them. 
they are having a coach change right now, so they're not doing awesome. However, they're playing right now. Oh, so she's it's one one. <laughs> she already knows. They're I love the, it. Yeah, they're in the the league right now that they're playing against Napoli. So oh, nice. Wish them luck. <laughs> yeah, wishing them luck. I mean, I'm a Manchester United fan, so well, definitely, yeah. A little different, but so that's that. But um, what country, in your opinion, do you feel like like plays the best soccer, like on the world stage and everything like that? I mean, that's a tough question. Yeah, that is. It changes every year. Right. You've obviously, got the Champions League, but I, I can't. I gotta just say, Barcelona is my yeah, team, so I'm just gonna stick, stick with to them. Spain. Yeah. But there's so much good soccer out there, and obviously, the women's national team, for mm-hmm. USA. I'm just saying. They're my favorite to watch. Oh, they're so cool. They, I love watching yeah, them, too. They just they're so, so cool. So much chemistry, and they play the soccer I like to play, really attacking-minded, so they're super, mm. super fun to watch. That's really um, cool. So you I kind of... missed that. Yeah, no, you kind of just actually... That's so funny. You kind of just touched on, like, like a soccer player, like, who do you pattern your game after? Like, who mm-hmm. would be a player to you that you, like, kind of, like, inspires you and kind of, like, how you play your game? Like, it's how they play their game, so it kind of inspires you in that way. Mm, good question. So, one player, that's hard. Again, I... Or it could be multiple. It doesn't right, have to right. be one. I'll go back to the, the U.S. women's national team. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way they play is how I like to play. Very attacking-minded. Mm-hmm. But it's not just, like, one player dribbling against the whole team. Because right. it's a team sport, so it's finding the passes, finding those... Do you know what the favorite shape in soccer is? I think it sounds familiar, but you may have to. We're going to go. It's a triangle. So you (laughs) always want to have like multiple people to find. Mm -hmm. And on that team, they just do such a good job of always working for each other and getting into those spaces. Mm -hmm. And actually one of my old teammates, Mm -hmm. um, we call her Kat. Her name's Katarina. Mm -hmm. She's on the U.S. Women's National Team now. So she played with us back when she was in high school, before she went to UCLA. Mm -hmm. And... Now she's on the women's team playing with all the elites, and she, she's making her world stage. So it's it's cool to see. Oh, that's but so cool. Just that that style of play where you're just mm-hmm. passing, you're finding those options, you're always getting the ball in a dangerous position and mm-hmm. taking shots. But everyone's working for each other, and it's not just one person trying to take all the glory. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I really like. Oh, that's great! Oh my gosh! So. Now we're going to talk about semi-pro. We're going to be specific this time. So what? So we want to get to know, okay, what semi-pro team do you play for right now? Or if you've played in any in the past, you can mention those as well. Okay, so San Diego, we are formerly the Sea Lions, mm-hmm. whose home field was Cathedral. Which oh, wow, that's ironic. Super full circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we went through a coach change, and last season our name changed to the Strikers. Mm-hmm. So we're the Strikers right now. We were undefeated in league last season. Okay, It's really cool. It's cool we got a season because of everything going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, so currently we're the Strikers. And, yeah, it's 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 been a fun ride. That's really cool. Is there any, like, specific memories so far that you've made in this one season? Or even you can mention your past ones as well that was, like, oh, my gosh, how cool. Like, definitely, like, a highlight for sure. Yeah, wow. Ooh, such tough questions. Um, Okay, so... A couple years ago, when we were the Sea Lions, mm. we were playing in Arizona. Mm. Um, wow, Arizona in July gets so hot. Oh, it's definitely cold, <laughs> so, for sure, definitely. So we, uh, <laughs> we learned some tricks, like where to cool off your body. You mm. put water on your forearms. Okay. You put water behind your knees. Okay. And your neck, the front and back of your neck, and those mm. places cool you down. So we're playing in Arizona. It's so hot. We're playing against an Arizona team. Mm-hmm. Um and we just want to get this win so we can keep moving up in our league. Hmm. And I was still new to the team, so I'm still finding my grounding. And our coach was like, 
Kira, this is your game. I feel like you're going to get a goal this game. So I go in. Um, I'm playing with this other player who's currently playing in another country now. Mm. Um, really cool, like, chemistry between us as forwards. And I get the ball. I lay it off to her. I do a spin. And she's dribbling down the line. She passes mm. it back. And just one touch outside the 18 rip it into the upper corner, get the goal. I think it was my first goal of the season. It was super cool because my coach had felt that he knew or she, he he, or he. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a she at the time. She felt it in me. She was like, you're going to get the goal. I went out there. It was just like, everything just felt right. We got Mm -hmm. the goal. Halftime comes up like really quickly after and they're sprinkling the field to keep it cool because it's so oh, hot. Wow. And we just run through the sprinklers and we're just laughing and <laughs> we're just feeling good and, and feeling the wind that we're having. And it was just a really good experience um, that just, I don't know, just sticks out of my mind. That's, yeah. I mean, you're running through sprinklers. I yeah. mean, that's so random, but so cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So, what, yeah, exactly, little moments. So, what does your training schedule look like right now? Cool. So we are a summer team. So semi-pro, it's a summer season, which is great being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm coaching high school and that's like my focus. Oh, I'm working. Right. I do indoor. Um, I do pick up every Sunday with my friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing my own soccer, but my team is a summer league. Mm-hmm. And our practices start pretty much after high school season. So oh. high school season, I'm in CIF right now. We're going to move forward, and within the next few weeks, we're going to start trickling back into training, and it really starts mid-March mid-March and April, mm-hmm. and then, like, league games in June, games in July. Wow. Usually, if we make it to playoffs, it's on my birthday, which is, Aww, which that's, is fun. That's yeah. so fun. So, so yeah, looking forward man. to that. Summer is always exciting, but it's even more special when I get to play. Aww, that, that's so special. That's incredible. So how, like, if we're going to go specifically to talking about your semi-pro team now, how do you guys motivate each other? Ooh, okay, so I think so much about success is chemistry. Right. And I mentioned we were undefeated in league last year. Mm -hmm. Congrats. I mean, it, like, we are one of the older teams. Mm -hmm. A lot of the other teams have players that are in college that are a lot more fresh and it's just funny because they're like, wow, why are you guys winning? You're so much older. And it just comes down to chemistry because we we want to work for each other. Mm-hmm. We play off of each other. We hang out outside of the soccer field. Oh, that's um, huge. That's we're trying game. to play soccer tennis. Or not soccer tennis. Soccer golf mm-hmm. on Monday. Wow. Um, and, yeah, we just like each other. That's important. <laughs> so we work right. for each other. We talk. We communicate. We kind of know where each other will be. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's something that goes wrong we're going to talk to each other in a positive way and it's just a lot about that chemistry and it just translates on the field and other teams don't know how to keep up because you can't unless you also have that chemistry that's like it's like a family almost yeah exactly I love it so for you what do you feel like are your three key strengths as a soccer player well I definitely um think anticipation is a good one Mm -hmm. so always thinking about what's next where's my next pass where am I going to go next? Um, I'd say I'm definitely a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to be vocal and communicate, um, help keep everyone positive and kind of working for each other. And ooh, another one. Mm, anticipation, leader, maybe a little 
a little crafty, like mm. a little sneaky, <laughs> like keep them on their toes. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm going to get those goals. Yeah, no, those are totally important. I would agree. So now this is kind of like the big, like sealing the deal kind of question. Overall, what would you say is like the highlight out of how long you've played soccer for? What is your highlight? Like the one that you feel like is the <laughs> most, like the best one for you? Okay. Uh, well, I have a weird, <laughs> sorry. So it was like, all right, when I was first playing soccer, club mm-hmm. soccer, I was playing defense. Mm-hmm. It's weird for me because currently I'm Yeah, you talked about being a forward. Yeah. yeah. So I was playing defense. My parents drive me to every game always. And they were working this one weekend that we were going out to Lancaster. Mm-hmm. And so I was carpooling with one of my friends. And in the car, my friend's dad was talking to her. And her name was Lauren. He was like, Lauren, if you score today, I'll give you $5. She was like, all right, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get that goal. And she was like, what about Kira? And he laughed because I'm a defender. Why would I score? And so he's like, Kira, if you score, I'll give you $500. Oh, my God. And she was like, you better keep you better keep your word on that. And I was like, ha-ha, I'm going to score. Joking. Yeah. So we get to the field. My coach, out of the blue, no one was expecting this. Kira, you're going to play forward today. What? <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. So the dad... <laughs> He was on the sideline mm-hmm. rooting against me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so every time I got the ball, he was like, get it from her. Get it from her. <laughs> and my coach was so confused. He was like, what are you doing? She's yeah. on our team. Like, what's wrong? So it was, it was pretty funny. It was uh-huh. pretty comedic. Uh, there was a corner kick. The ball's floating into the box. Mm-hmm. And uh, my back is to the goal. Mm-hmm. And I did a, not a full bicycle kick because I didn't land on my back, but I pretty much kicked the ball over my head, the goal's behind me, somehow it goes into the goal. <gasps> it was basically my first club goal, because I was not a forward. Oh my god! I scored. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm looking over the my friend's dad, just head in his palm, and he's just like, what? Didn't expect that. Car ride home, he goes, all right, I'll stick to my word. He did a lot of business and traveling, and mm-hmm. so he gave me a coin uh-huh. that in, I believe it was Japan, was worth $500. Okay. He was like, here is your $500. So it was like, um, he kept his word. It was a loophole. Obviously, I wasn't expecting $500, right. but he made it work, and it was super funny, mm-hmm. really memorable, and also kind of paved the way to me wanting to play on the attack. Oh, wow. um, but yeah. it's just a cool story that I always kind of keep close to my heart. Oh yeah, no, that's so that's like funny and then sweet at the same time, and like definitely getting out of your comfort zone and trying something new, and then it all works out, and then it kind of led and paved the way for what you do now. So yes. that's amazing. So now we're gonna soccer. It's been so good to talk to you about that. But now we're gonna talk about cathedral specifically and how you like. How did you know you wanted to become a teacher? Oh right. So mm, sixth grade, I got inspired. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what you want to do until right. you know what you want to do. And I I loved school, but I didn't realize I loved school. And in sixth grade, I had a teacher mm-hmm. that made me realize I loved school. And she just made it fun. But I also learned a lot. And she would be strict if we weren't giving her, you know, our effort. And she just made me realize that school is important. School is fun. And I like to learn. Mm-hmm. And I remember I said, okay, I want to teach. I want to teach this. I want to do what she did. I want to make other people feel that way. Um, and so that was pretty much my motivator. And I, I would I would think, okay, is there other stuff? Are there other things? Or maybe thought about other stuff. But I always went back to, no, I, I want to teach. I am a good teacher. I like to lead. I like to help. I've coached my whole life. Teaching mm-hmm. is doing that with 
school and academics, which is my other passion. And so mm-hmm. just ever since sixth grade, I always go back to that. That's inspired me to want to teach. Aww, that's cool. So what did you study in college to help you become what you are today? Yeah, so I teach English, took my English courses, took human development, lots of psychology as well, learned yes. how people think, <laughs> Yeah. minored in education, oh, wow. and just always kept that focus on wanting to teach, wanting to help, mm-hmm. wanting to work with high schoolers. Um, and I've always liked reading. I've always been a reader. I've yeah, always I was been a ask, writer. Is, why English? Like, I love why? poetry. Okay. They're, um, they're love it. I just wrote a poem for Valentine's Day. I, I just like words and communicating and yeah. finding new ways to string things together um, and, and helping people find that as well. Like we were working on writing few weeks ago and one of my students wrote a thesis and he goes this is bomb and it's just cool like making people feel excited about how they can communicate no I totally remember when he did that to me so I definitely hey. love it so I love that so how did you find out about cathedral how did you know that that would this is the school you'd want to teach at yeah, I mean cathedral is amazing everyone yeah. is well uh, okay so I told you my home field for my soccer team was cathedral right so this is actually where I played soccer when I was in college uh-huh so it was before I was a teacher because I was still getting my degree. Mm-hmm. And as I'm finishing my grad program, I'm looking for jobs and I saw an opening at Cathedral and I said, there's no way. Like that's, mm-hmm. I already felt like it was my school. Uh-huh. So it was just weird. It was crazy to see that. I applied. I came to my home field. Mm-hmm. I did my interview and I got the job and it was just really serendipitous. It just felt like everything connected yeah and for sure. yeah it just felt like my home was very full circle in that first year of work um during those last few months of school when my season was starting I would go from work to soccer all at the same place and mm-hmm. it was just really special but yeah. I'm, I'm really happy it, it all can be here and it, that kind of all worked out clearly your semi-pro team introduced you to this place and now you're here so that's awesome uh what is your favorite memory so far of being here at Cathedral Ooh, there are so many good memories. I know, I'm really asking you specific ones I know, but definitely. Yeah, that's that's a favorite one memory from Cathedral. Um, well, I mean, a really recent one. There's so many good memories. Right. Cathedral's amazing. Um, a really, really recent one is I was teaching a poetry analytical skill to my freshmen, mm-hmm. and we're going over paraphrasing lines of this poem. Uh-huh. So we're going through each line, and I'm saying, okay, so what does this line mean to you? So we're, we're writing it out together, and I'm looking at the class, and they're super into it, and they're on the edge of their seats. And this one student, who's actually a transfer student, so mm-hmm. it's even more special, and he, on the edge of his seat, he just jumps up, and he goes, oh, man, this is so fun. Poetry is so cool. Um, and and the class was ending. I said, okay, we're going to have to pick up your next class. And they're like, no. And they didn't want to leave, and it was just really special. Because we were just looking at a poem and, and just seeing what it meant to us and mm-hmm. digging into it together and just seeing them working together and loving it and digging in and wanting to keep learning and keep doing it. Um, it was just a really special moment. And that was a couple weeks ago, so that one jumped out at me. But there's there's so many. That's so sweet. And, okay, so this is, like, my main, like, question then. This is, like, the last one, too, before we go into our advice part, and then we're pretty much finished. But uh, why do you love teaching? Like, why is it your why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, I got inspired Mm. by my teacher. Mm. I want to do that to other people. Mm -hmm. And I know some things don't always click for people right in a moment. Mm -hmm. But even if there's something that impacts you that one day it's going to help you, Mm -hmm. that's what I want to do. And I just want to leave 
some kind of positive imprint on people so they can take that and whether it's in that moment or in the next week or month or year or at any point they can look back and be like wow okay that's something that I can take and move forward with me um, so I just want to help people learn and like to learn in whatever way that means to them yeah. but it's just really special getting to work with our next generation too it's, yeah. it's really meaningful. oh that's cool yeah and you I mean, girl, you did that to me, literally. You're, you definitely did your job, for sure. It definitely made me love English more than I ever thought I could. So thank oh. you. So now we're going to go into the advice. So what is one piece of advice that you would give to whether it's a soccer player, it could even be a student athlete, or just a student in general, like who finds your life path inspiring? Like what would you tell them? Wow. Well, I like what you just said about what's your why. Mm -hmm. So if you find something that fills up your cup mm -hmm. and – makes you realize that you really enjoy something follow that pursue that fight for that mm -hmm. um life is a roller coaster right it's not always easy but right sometimes the hard things are more rewarding mm -hmm. um so just take what life gives you follow your passion embrace it and everything does happen for a reason so you'll find your path I love how you, that was, love it. Yes, that's absolutely, like, I could retweet that, whatever that was, I love it. So now this is kind of what we ask for all of our interviewees that come on. So as a Don, which Don has inspired you here, like, during your time here and at Cathedral and, like, why? So this could be, like, someone you work with or yeah. it could be a student or even just a school administrator, whoever you feel um, has done that for you. Wow, there are so many. That's so tough. Um, oh, I have so many shout-outs, like, all my coworkers, the whole English department, mm -hmm. um, Paula Kirby, getting her here, working here with me, teaching something together. We work together every day. I'm going to meet with her after this. Um, Christy Bayou, I teach in her room. So she, like, I'm in her old classroom, mm -hmm. and she kind of, I feel like, nurtured me and, and made me feel comfortable to be myself and teach in the way I like to teach. Um, and then doing everything Cathedral likes to do and, and merging them all together mm -hmm. um, and just giving me her support. And Don Lee, the soccer coach, PE teacher, she was the first Don I knew. And she kind of took me under her wing and, and showed me what was up around campus mm -hmm. and gave me Cathedral swag right when I got here. Uh -huh. um, and really it was just like that first welcome. And I mean, just everyone here is just so welcoming and so nice. But those those people really stick out to me as um, oh, I just being someone them. that yeah. that just there for me. Just yeah, love supportive. them. Definitely shout out to them as well, especially Mrs. Valley if you're listening right now. Yes. Love her. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. So thank you so much, Miss Bocchino, for coming on. We really thank appreciate you, the chat, like chat with you. Thank you. Super super cool. Go Dons. Thank you so much for listening. Show notes are posted below for this episode. Be sure to check out lcidonline.com to listen to more podcasts and read other great staff articles. We look forward to meeting again right back here on our next podcast. Remember, once a dawn, always a dawn.